You're not getting paid a dime. They're but they're they're volunteers and they are they're very dedicated. Where's the equipment come from? Some of it, well, it, it, they've built it over the years, like the trailer. The county will provide something like that, like boats, motors, trailers, uh, maybe like a command post or somebody to bring their own. A lot of private boats too wow. come out, so diving equipment. Citizens that form yeah. this group since 1975, I think. That's pretty cool. Yeah. If there's a there's so much water in Jackson County, unfortunately, every year, uh, typically every year, we're going to respond to something like that, uh, a drowning victim. And they're knowledgeable just because they've done it. And if, if, they, don't, if they don't know how to do it, they're going to get the people there that do know. To produce this show, we took a trip down to southern Mississippi in the summer of 2020. And right away... We were welcomed by the original first responders from when baby Jane was found in 1982. They were going to take us on a tour to the very spot that started it all. When the solvable team arrived in Jackson County, Mississippi to start investigating for this show, original first responders on the case gave us a tour through the region's vast waterways. Our captain was a man named Lewis Seaman, who was just 16 years old in 1982. He was on his first flotilla recovery mission when Deputy Mike Wall called for help, trying to recover baby Jane from the river. Lewis took the solvable team on the water, zipping his boat's high-powered Suzuki engine through the seemingly endless channels in southern Mississippi. After miles of traveling through remote areas and no wake zones, navigated only by collective experience of seasoned boat captains.